beloved, we welcome you to an atmosphere for divine path towards heaven. Comment by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Lord God has spoken, saying, Buttons has fallen from the hands of men. Raise me men and women who will pick up those buttons, thus building an intimate relationship with me and the people. And also saying, He said, If my word abide, abide, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate the word of God. When you receive the word of God, you meditate. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the godly, nor standeth in the ways of the sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law he meditates day and night. This is the word of the Lord from Pastor Iti Robert Eyu. Songs of Solomon is in the Old Testament. This may be the first time you are opening it this year. For some of us. So it will take you time to look for it. It's after Ecclesiastics. Most people only read this book when they want to write letters to their girlfriends. And after that, they won't open it again. Are you in Songs of Solomon? Chapter 2, when we read the verses, and I will tell you God's warning for us again this season. When it's time for God to instruct us, after He has warned us, He will instruct us. But in such a time like this, is warning us. Songs of Solomon chapter 2, are you there? I'm going to read from verse 10. I read verse 10 to 13, and I'll jump to 15. I'll, I'll leave 14. Are you there? Songs of Solomon after Ecclesiastes chapter 2. My beloved, speak. And said unto me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. My beloved says to me, Live where you are and come to me. Come. Verse 11 For lo, the winter is past. The rain is over and is gone. The flowers is now appearing on the earth. The time of the singing of the birds is come. And the voices of the turtle is heard in our land again. 13. The fig tree put forth a green leaves. And the vines with the tender grapes gave a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. Verse 15. Take us 
the foxes. The little foxes that spoils the vine. For our vines have tender grapes. Let me paraphrase what that means. If you read it from another translation because of time, you will under, I'm reading from King James. What God is saying to us is that the church of Jesus in this season is entering into his blossoming season. When you mean blossoming, it means that it's about to blossom. It's not possible because what you are seeing physically doesn't look like that. And that's why he said, come my beloved. He said, the rain is past. It's harvest time. Harvest time is on the way. God is saying we are entering into a season of harvest. A season of strange lifting and testimony. A season of strange miracles and visitation. A season of strange encounters are on the way. He said, but there is a need. If we must, if we must partake it of this season that is on the way, there's something that we must do. We must take all take out take off the little forces that destroys the vine so God is saying to us tonight beware of the little forces that destroys the vine I tried to read this whole story and I discover it was a story between Solomon and the Shunammite woman. The Shunammite woman was like one of Solomon's lover. Or, or Solomon was one of the Shunammite's lover. Anyone, you can put it. And they were just about to enter into their honeymoon. So it was the Shunammite woman that is writing and saying to Solomon, come to me, my beloved. After your wedding, you are going for honeymoon. During the wedding preparation, it is tough. But after the joining, you look forward. You see something is about to happen. And he's saying, the rain has ended. After rain, Harvest time is almost in. That's springtime. And he says to Solomon, he said, the fig tree is about to blossom again. The flowers are coming up now. Harvest time is coming. And that's what God is saying to us. There is a wave on the way. After every shaking, there's a balance. After every suffering, for a while, 
there is a blessing. He said, God is about to settle you. He said, for, but for you to partake of that blessing that is on the way. So there's a need for you to take out those little forces. They will destroy the vine. They will destroy the honeymoon. The children of Israel suffered. For a long time, there was famine in Israel. And one day, 2 Kings and chapter 7, verse 1, God prophesied and said through Elijah, by this time tomorrow, a barley of wheat shall be sold for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. And the storekeeper, whose hand the key of the store is, he said, even if God opened the windows of heaven, can this thing be? And Elijah said, you will hear of it. You will see it. Say, but your mouth will not be able to partake of it. May that not be our portion. That was the little vine. What he said looks, you know, insignificant. But it destroyed his destiny. There are many insignificant things what we are doing now. To you, it doesn't look serious. But those are the things that is about to destroy the vine. A vine is a bundle of grapes. There are two major occupations in Israel in the Bible days. They are shepherds and they are farmers. Those are the two major occupations. And after the raining season, harvest time comes for them. And Solomon, in these songs of Solomon, is using that season to describe his relationship between him and his lover. And says to his lover, our harvest time is about to come. We have suffered. You have suffered with me. Now, that is God speaking and says, it's time for harvest. Harvest is approaching. It's not that harvest has come. He said, it's approaching. He said, the flowers are blossoming again. The fig trees, the beds, ekutin kebi eku. Laughter is coming again in Nigeria. The voice of rejoicing and celebration is about to be heard. Any prophet that will prophesy such a thing in Nigeria now, he will be stoned. Because there is no sign. Many has given up that nothing good will ever come out of this country. But God says for it to happen, there are some little vines, I mean little forces that needs to be taken away from the vine. 
those are the little forces that destroys the vine. The little forces. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. Anyone that is in me and is not bearing fruit, he said he will be cut away. I told you that a vine is a bundle of grape. When God sent the children of Israel to go and spy the promised land, they came back with the goodies, the grapes that they took from the promised land. But they were little vine, I mean little forces that they were supposed to remove for them to test that grape. Did you know that there were two F that went. They saw the grape. They brought the grape. But ten of them did not test that grape. Because of the little vine. I mean little forces that destroyed that vine. Made them not to see it. That prophecy came forth. Does not mean that it's everybody that we partook of that good prophecy. And that's why we need to be careful. Said there's a need for us to take away the little forces that destroys the fire. Let me tell you the story because I did a lot of research. You know what a vine is. But what is a fox? The Bible only always uses things around us to give the children of Israel an analogy, something they can understand. They are mostly farmers and God was giving them an illustration of what happens to a farmer when it is time for harvest. These little forces, before the harvest comes, they come to destroy the vine. Listen, it's like you have your certificate. This is your certificate that you got after five years in the university. And you kept that certificate somewhere, carelessly. And gradually, rats, this rodent, started eating that certificate, small, small, put hole, hole on top of the certificate. By the time you will carry that certificate up, Paper still the deal. It's still be paper, but when the rat finish eating that certificate, it will be not useful again. Have you seen rat eat bread? You know, it will say they chop one corner, come out. You go cut the corner. It chop and small, 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 small. That the bread will no longer become useful. That's how the forces destroys the vines of those farmers. And God is telling them there are forces in your life. The queen of Sheba, I mean the, the Shunammite woman here was telling Solomon, let's go and enjoy ourselves. Our time for honeymoon is coming. But let's take heed of the little, uh, little forces that wants to destroy our relationship. Something is happening. And God says to us, beware. 
of the little forces that destroys the fire. Forces, F-O-X-E-X, F-O-X times E-X, they are little crafty animals, not too big. They are animals that you can use your leg to match. They are not very strong, like the rabbits. About 20 feet, 20 inches long. And they weigh almost about, let me say, 50 to 60 kg when you put them. So, they are, But they are very crafty. Forces are small, crafty animals. How many of you have, this is Lagos, but for those of us that have been to the farm, there was a time we were coming from somewhere and Perfect was asking a question that when you go, if you go towards Ikorodu, all these places they do farm and corn, when you get there, you will see something like a statue. They will mold, it may be a tree, it may be iron, and they will wear cloth for that iron. Eh? Thank you. If I called the name in English, some of us, so I want my audience to understand what I'm doing. Uh, you know, it's just like a caricature. So they wear cloth for it. When you go to the farm, you see that thing. You, have you ever asked yourself, why did they put that thing there? Why do you think they put that thing there? It looks like a human being. Even you that have not been to the farm before and you don't understand what it means, the first time you enter that farm, when you see that thing, you first get frightened. You think it's a human being. Is that not so? Those farmers put those things there to scare away these little rats and forces, animals that comes to eat up their crop. As little as these foxes and cunning, they are very dangerous. The things that destroys your Christian lives are not big sin. You know what Jesus said? He said to his disciple, he said, on the judgment day, the prostitute, the drunkards, will do what? They will enter the kingdom of God. And the real Christians that call themselves spiritual, will not enter. Didn't it surprise you? Because as far as the world is concerned, those sins are big ones. The sin we mention in the church are fornication, adultery. They are big sins. But there are the little ones that destroys the vine. The biggest diseases that kills man are not seen with naked eyes. If boil do you for head, as you they walk out, even on a pimples, everybody they see him. But he's not a key person. He's not a quick key person. That visible one. But the little bacteria that cannot be seen with eyes and the virus, whether it's coro, those are the ones that kill very fast. And God says there are little forces in your life that are gradually destroying. 
the vines. Number two, let me tell you something else about the fox. The fox is a very fast and sneaky animal. When they see food, you wouldn't know when they will dash, take that food before you say Jack Robinson. They have disappeared. Very fast and very sneaky. Because they are small and because their size makes us think that they are nothing, we tend to underestimate them. We tend to see them as if enough you do anything. You know the sin that we underestimate are the ones that gradually kills us. The ones you don't count. When you see a fornicator speaking in tongues, sometimes you'll be surprised that a Christian that goes to church every day, when him and that fornicator stand to, to pray, the fornicator prays more. And he contacts God faster. And you'll be wondering, why? But there are little foxes in that Christian life that has been destroying them. It, it doesn't kill you one day. It's a gradual process. And God says, take away those little forces or else they will destroy the vine. They will destroy your relationship. They will destroy your business. They will destroy your marriage. They are little forces. Those little things you don't count are the things that will eventually break up your marriage. Those little things that doesn't matter. Those little lies that the little forces that break up. That destroys your vine. The human was telling Solomon, there are little forces. Let's take it out. Or else, it will destroy our vine. Forces. They are cute animals. Very pretty and beautiful. And because of their cuteness, you want to play with them. The Igbos go say, Nobody they carry big dog put on top bed. Now puppy they they carry, and a puppy they tear cloth pass. You can't see a puppy. The first time my wife started training rabbits, peace used to put the rabbit on top of bed, and then they play. When you see those rabbits, you want to play with them, but their fingernails are very dangerous. As cute as a fox, you cannot tame them. They cannot be domesticated. Nobody has, you have never gone to anybody's house and see fox as a pet. As beautiful as they are, nobody keeps the fox as a pet at home. But they are one of the most beautiful and prettiest animals. If you see them, you want to take them as a pet. But as beautiful as they are, they are dangerous. The beautiful things that you do, those are the things that destroy your vine. But you never know. As beautiful and as nice as that thing that you are doing, as countless that you count it. Have you ever seen how a small child gets lost in the village? 
Now we are picking, they follow grasshopper. Now it is lost. Some of you have never been to the village before. You have not been to school. In those days in our school, we have field, not this kind of school now. So every break time, we go to catch grasshopper. They call it abutata. So they will just call you, see one, see one, see one. That's why you go, they go like this. And it's like the abutata is looking at you. See, find one, na soldier, na soldier, na soldier, you dive, bam. As you dive, sometimes now you go fall. And sometimes on top of a scritter, now you go put your hand. You say, hmm. It will, it will not fly very far. It will fly near you. So that you can come looking for him. He says, see, I'm saying, see, and you'll be going. By the time you look back, you are in VI. And what took you to VI? Small grasshopper. And then as you say, where are you day? You say you day VI. That's if they see you. They say, how you take rich there? It is by that time it will now dawn on you that it is grasshopper. Stupid grasshopper that doesn't have sense. That haven't you seen some foolish things you do sometimes that when God eventually opens your eyes, as he's opening your eyes now, you will now see how foolish you have been. And by the time you, are, you realize, you would have destroyed so many things. God says we should take it. There are little vines. I mean, little foxes. They don't go out to look for food during the day. But they wait until it is dark. Before they go out. Why do you think they do like that? By that time, their prey would have been weak and tired. Your enemies never come to you when you are active. They wait for you in the night. And by that time, they are praying. Maybe sleeping or they are too weak to run. So foxes eat and look for food in the night. When he knows, they know that the farmer is not, it's only a, a stupid farmer. Now go day farm, they sleep there for night. What do you want to do? What do they do their night house? At, by evening, every farmer goes back home. And that's the time the force comes out. And by morning when they come back, the forces have already destroyed. They puncture. You know how they do the vine? The, the vine has not started bringing fruits. They first deal with the roots. They chop and small, 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 small. And from that place they eat, bacteria will start entering into that vine. And if the farmer doesn't do anything about it, they will go eat the fruits and they will destroy it. Every enemy that is praying your downfall when you are about tired and you are weak, they shall be destroyed tonight. You know, your enemies never, some of you are vulnerable now, totally vulnerable. Because you don't have money, you hardly pray. The enemy will wait for you when there is tension at home. And they will easily come. And that is the time you are supposed to pray. But you never noticed. At the time that it is dark. 
That is when the foxes comes to destroy the vine. Many vines have been destroyed now. Many. Now some of you that when we stand up now to pray for 30 minutes, before you pray for 10 minutes, you are tired. In fact, saliva will dry from your mouth. Anytime you are praying and saliva is drying from your mouth, whether you are speaking in tongues, know that your relationship with God is far. Anytime you are praying, you are speaking in tongues, and for 10 minutes, you have swallowed spit 20 times. There's something wrong with your tongues. Out of your belly shall flow. There's a supply of water that makes you salivate. There's nobody that sees good food and his mouth go dry. When you are eating from the Holy Ghost, your mouth produces saliva to make your prayer effective. Beware of the little forces that destroys the fire. Finally, before we go on, foxes, they are very cunning and they don't walk alone. They go in pairs. If they are not going two, two, they are going three. You will never see one single fox going to look for a prey. You know what they do? When they come to look for food, they come in pairs or in group. One goes to where the vine is as if he wants to eat the vine. Then you will concentrate on that one. You carry stick. You pursue that one. They go. As you pursue that one, they drive them. The other ones then will hide. Go come out. Come eat. Carry the vine. Before you pursue that one, come back. The vine don't finish. No, sometimes the enemy makes you concentrate on one particular thing. Money. And your whole focus will be work, money, before you come back. Your family has already been destroyed. Your marriage has already been broken. Your husband has already been taken. How many homes has the enemy destroyed their lives? Because the woman is so conscious with business. Seven o'clock, you don't go out. Before you come back, after five years, in daughter, three years, I mean, five years old, I'll be eight. Don't get belay. You know, I was reading something Sister Rose sent, and she keeps giving warning. Holiday is here now. Hey, you know, you keep sending fears, and it's written by some of these big people. I know there is evil. Holiday is here now. Guide your children. Oh, don't let them go for holiday. Oh, don't let them do this one. Oh, most of the atrocity that come comes from cousin, comes from this one, comes from teacher. Watch the teacher that is teaching your children. Oh, watch this one. That is doing. Where is your parents? Where are the parents? Eighty-five percent of people that fall that prey are people that are money seekers. And I said, this is not the time to. If you get on cool, you want to send your children go before fear will catch you. And they are doing it so that and most of them are living very segregated lives. Their children hardly go out. Even to church. They hardly mix up. The moment in God comes and rush and come and meet Joshua. Joshua, oh, Imam Ahulam, saying, God, leave him. Come back. You start, you know, you, you know, when you, when you don't, listen, 
There's what they call being careful spiritually and also being careful physically. But don't be too careful physically because there is no amount of carefulness you have physically. You can't be too smarter than the devil. Jesus said, watch and pray. But many are the people that are writing that story. They are only watching. They are not praying. And no matter how watchful you are, if the fox wants to destroy your vine, they will not come in one. They will give you what you will pursue. And before you come back with that money, every other thing you left behind would have been destroyed. May that not be your portion this season. Because the rate some of you are pursuing, I know there is pressure. Ma fi etele koberesin le lakpa lakpa. Ma fi etele komale lakpa lakpa. You live so. Na lakpa lakpa you go treat. Jesus said, These things do the Gentiles seek after. You will eventually get it. How many of the politicians that are running around lying, getting house? The Bible says that God left the children of Israel. They were busy looking for meat, what to eat, what to drink, what to put on. And the Bible says, When the meat eventually get to their mouth, their hand, as they were about to eat it, what happened? God killed them. That means they labored in vain. 85% of those rich men, they die without testing what they are working for. What is happening to many of them now? Seek everywhere. Their buildings will, under one year, you won't see that building. They are heaping up treasure for the righteous to come and inherit. And you want to go that way you want to go that way i've made up my mind to go god's way to the end of my life i've made up my mind to go god's way for the rest of my life i've made up my mind to go god's way for the rest of my life I've made up my mind to go God's way for the rest of my life. In Judges chapter 13, did you know that it was foxes that Samson used to destroy the farms of the Philistines? How did he do it? Most of you have done quiz, yeah? How did Samson do it? He tied, he tied them together and did what and put fire on their tail and he drove them into the vineyard of the philistines and what happened to all their crop it peeled and it caught fire yeah that's how the foxes are they are destructive they come in groups they lure you you are coming they lure you see this business that is what is happening you put twenty thousand now by the end of the month we give you forty thousand for not working you say one business don't come they introduce to you pastors were coming up where are those businesses today i have a father in the lord that said to me say you can use that to grow the church and he said invest he said when you enter bring 20 of your members as they join you serve it is politized you are manipulating demonic that's how they entered into the church before the pastor knew what is going on 
the foxes have destroyed that vine. Because it never depends on God to provide again. Some of you that are looking at me, if some of those foxes come now, I introduce that business to you, you'll be very fast to do it. Finally, foxes, they, they, they are very good in digging holes. When you see foxes looking for food, sometimes they dig holes, dig out dead bodies, dig out their scavengers. That's how the enemy dig up your pasts. There are people, you know, what is happening now in the social media is that people go out looking and digging up what they will use to the moment you start making it now the little foxes will come and what will they do they are coming to dig up your past dig up your mistake to use against you and sometimes those foxes are living inside of you you know some of you the foxes are you are the actual person that dig up your past some of you your past doesn't want you to make to go forward every time you want to go forward you remember your past you see yourself as somebody that is not worth it those are the little foxes that destroy your minds past of regrets so my marriage now and you are already there regretting that you married the man is irrelevant make it work regretting that you joined the church is irrelevant make it work there it's not where you are it's who you are Regretting that I came to Lagos. If I have known, I wouldn't have come to Pedro. At least, many people God has to stay in Portacot are in Lekki doing church today. Their churches are closed after two years because they saw some other people making it there. Those are the little foxes that destroys the vine. Luke chapter 13. was at the peak of his ministry healing the blind healing the lame raising the dead his fame was spreading about you know what they did Herod sent somebody to him and they said Jesus you better go and hide Herod is seeking to kill you what do you think that meant to restrain him to frighten him to make him stop what he's doing for God. To make him, ah, he don't dangerous now. You know, they closed the church for more than eight months in the world because they frightened the church that COVID-19 will kill everybody. But they are having meetings in their own political area. The same people that brought the COVID-19 are meeting. The world bankers are meeting. The IMF, they are meeting. COVID didn't kill them. The researchers are meeting. The scientists, COVID didn't kill them inside their lab. And the, and the pastors didn't see those little vines. I mean, little foxes. You know how many churches have closed down after COVID? Some businesses have not recovered. And they were trying to restrain Jesus. And Jesus sent a message back. Did he say, go and tell Herod? No. What did he say? He said, go and tell that fox. I perform miracle today and tomorrow I will be done. I will walk while it is day for night cometh. And I am not like you, fox, 
that do your things in the night. I do my own in the clay time so that people will see it. Jesus called him a fox. Why did you think Jesus called him a You should have go and find out why the language force. Why didn't Jesus call him tiger? Why did he say go and tell that fox? And I just told you what a fox is. They are the little things that destroys the fire. And Aaron is cunning. And he wants to stop. Jesus was becoming more popular than him. Jesus has been called the kings of kings. And there's only one king before them. So he was looking for a way. That was what Tambalas and Tobias did. There are many foxes now. That is restraining you from praying. Some of you for one week now. That fox may be depression. It may be thinking of your past. It just sit down. It is puncturing hole in your spiritual life. By the time you rise up to pray, you'll be like Samson. Your two eyes have been removed. That will not be your portion. You can't see again. And by that time, the enemy would have struck. When Samson rose up as before, Samson, 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 the Philistines are upon you. And he rose up as before, and he did not know that the Lord has left him. Why? He was lying down at the lap of Delilah. Delilah was the little fox. Where is your power? He, he lied. He tried him. He never realized that this woman, what in, I tell a lie, he, that is how that grasshopper was leading that child until he entered VI. He can't look back. He don't know the go house again. He's lost. Those are little foxes of greed eating up our youth now see the way they spend money you can never if there are 90 youths in a church now you can never give any of those youths 100,000 and the last thing that comes to their first thing will be church no youth ever think of church now even if the drum for their church tear we have young men in the choir the only thing they have brought after five years in choir is microphone battery. And they started buying it this month, if not last month. If microphones spoil, they won't repair it. But they will buy a phone of 150000 You are laughing? No. Adults may think of that. If you are in your house, I did dining table. At the age of 17 that my father was using all of us at home gathered plank together we go pick plank for carpenter house because now ground with a chop we nail if you see the dining table my father now gave us money we'll go and buy polish because he saw our efforts even if it wasn't good enough he kept it inside the parlor we polished it if you enter the parlor you see him my father now went to call carpenter he now carried the dining table and that did it when that brought it was a pride for us. If you are a parent here, if you like, make the cushion for your chair, chair for your parlor, tear. Have you not seen this generation? Tear. Your daughter or your son will take money, eh? Go and buy cloth or shoe, two hundred thousand, and come back and sit down inside that tear, tear, tear. You, have you not observed it? It's satanic. And never for their parents. I told my wife when we were going this morning. I said, Thank God I'm not getting young. 
because I can't stand to see the next generation what it will be like. If what we are seeing now in the lives of this youth is what it is now, the next 50 years, the world will be a, a terrible place to live in. Terrible place. And we are not doing anything as Christians to remove those little forces. The adults are not even showing example. Before we wake up, these little children that you are seeing, if the church didn't do anything, they will be the one that will ground the church in Nigeria. They've done that in America. They will destroy the vines that their fathers have built. Let our president die today and hand over his inheritance to his children. Give them five years. You won't see anything inside that inheritance. They will destroy the vines. Because the fathers are seeing the little things that they are doing now. Solomon said, oh, he regretted. Did you hear any story about any son of Solomon? Have you not read the Bible? How wealthy and how wise Solomon is. He died without having one wise son. Is there anybody here that knows the son of Solomon? There's one. What's his name? You don't remember his name? Not How can a man with so much wisdom that nobody ever had never pass one of those wisdom to his children? Not one. And his father's wisdom is not as much as his own. And his father was able to raise him and taught him the way of the Lord. Solomon used the whole of his life to follow woman. 700 girlfriends. 300 wives. Even if he's talking to them one each day, a year go past, he'll not go see some. One man, he must be wise. Those were the little forces that destroys the fire. I close. I like us to examine ourselves tonight. I didn't call fornication. I didn't call adultery. You might have grown among it. But there are little forces. David said, Search me, O God. No, there's something killing you spiritually that is making your finances not to grow. There's something afflicting you that you are doing that's causing wahala in that marriage. There are little forces that destroys your family. Examine yourself and ask what are the little forces that is spoiling and ruining my vine this season? Your vine may be the ministry that God has given to you. It may be the choir. What forces destroyed? It was a little fox. If you leave that fox and you reestablish the choir, that forces will still come in the night and destroy that vine. It's only a bad farmer that will keep planting vine and he didn't deal with the forces that are eating the vine. His labor will be in vain. And nobody wants to work like that. So until those forces are dealt with, there will never be a vineyard. This is God's vine for us. What are the little forces that are killing the vines in this ministry? What are the little forces 
that are destroying your relationship with your wife? What are the little forces that is killing your business as a Christian? You have joined the unbelievers to cheat. If they cheat one million, you cheat ten naira. Their business may prosper. It's only one ten naira you cheat. Your own will come down. And you say, not be then they do their own in the work. You are not operating on the same covenant. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the ways of the sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in what God says, not what his friend advised him. If he follows their counsel, say, This is how we are running our own homo. My husband, this is what he used to do. He give me 10,000. So your own now 1,000 to give up. Not take from him. You will do your, what the advice that he gave to you. Your own marriage will break. Our own marriage will be working. Why? You are not operating the same covenant. You are tending a vine. A vine garden. The garden of a vine is not the same with somebody that is planting yam. Fruit market is different from to yam markets. What are the little foxes that is destroying my vine? That is destroying my prayer life? Check it today. That's what God asked me. There is a blessing coming. Solomon said in verse 10, he said, the rain is over. It's harvest time. The flower is about to blossom. He said, but there are little foxes that you must be that must be dealt with or else when the harvest come with all the labor the forces would have eaten it that will not be our portion some of us are living with jealousy envy envy your father envy your brother envy your friend is killing you making you unhappy making you ungrateful of god's blessing and when you become ungrateful even the little one God has given you God will take it from you lift your voice and thank the Lord for waking you up this morning you are squeezing your face because you don't have a car to bring you to church like brother Kingsley that means you never have a car because the legs God gave to you you are not grateful for it know that little vines that make God not to bless you the vine of ingratitude the vine of the foxes of ingratitude Forces of bitterness. Forces of covetousness. Forces of regret. There are many that are coming to church. If they have their way to go back to their unbeliever life, they will go. Regretting that if I ever know, I will not get born again. No? I will enjoy my life. We are there now. So as far as God is concerned, in your heart, you are already there in that place where you want to be. Whether your body is here, I just wasting time. Those are the little forces that make God not to bless you. Forces of little, little lies. Lies is not part of this fruit of this. I mean, truth is not part of the fruit of the Spirit now. Even pastors lie on pulpits, lie heavy lie to give testimony, to collect money from their members. And they don't know they are destroying the vines. That they have planted.
tomorrow the members, all of them are crooked people. Because the pastor is also crooked. It takes a crooked man to have crooked members. A life that is not worth examining is not worth living. He said, examine yourself and see if you be in faith. 2 Corinthians 13, 5. Self-examination is one sure way of securing your destiny. From what? From damnation. From death. Self-examination is one sure way of securing your marriage. Self-examination is one sure way to secure your marriage for the blessing that is coming. Secure your home. Secure your business. Secure your ministry. I don't care whether any other church is doing mago mago now and they are growing big. A little while you look for them, you won't see them. I just chose my mind I won't join the multitude to do evil. I'll preach God's word to you and I will not manipulate you. But no matter how much lies run, one day truth will meet you. Examine yourself as I'm talking to you right now. What is a little vine in your life? I mean, little fox in your life that is destroying your vine? Looking inward to see and to locate what is stopping you, what is stopping your vineyard from bringing forth fruits. Self-examination is necessary to put a check in your excesses. Most of you are having a lot of excesses. Excesses. Now don't go beyond boundary. There are so many things you are doing now that when you did it two months ago, you felt bad that you have left God. Now it's ex you can come to church anytime you like. Whether as a pastor, as a leader, those are excesses. It, and it doesn't matter to you. You don't owe anybody any explanation. Those are little vines. They will eventually destroy the vine. Little foxes. They will destroy. They are destroying you already. Listen, there's no demon that can afflict a Christian. So don't say anything that is standing by my way. In the name of Jesus, I scatter you. You won't scatter. When the ways of a man pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. They are just little foxes in your lives that destroys your family. As a pastor, I hardly talk to anybody again. When last did you see me shout on anybody? Tired of shouting. The prodigal son came to meet his father. Father, I've waited for you to die to give me my inheritance. Since you refuse, share it. Did you see the father sit him down and say, Ah, ah. Wait now. No, he said, That's what you want. He divided and said, He knows exactly what he's doing. He was lucky enough, he came to himself. And why? He did what is called self examination. And self examination is the cheapest way, the quickest way. To arrive at a point of repentance examine when you are examining yourself as an housewife you realize leave demon what is causing trouble in this house and you examine yourself and discover that you are one of the most challenges when a, a, a lady or a man comes to report to me I, I don't tire I don't tire 
I don't tire for this marriage. I don't do everything. When they finish the next question, I will ask, what is the particular thing your husband is always complaining about? To read, don't finish. She's not going to talk again. Say, Pastor, there's nothing I've not done for this marriage to work. I, I, I said, what is the particular thing your husband says you are always doing? She knows. But she doesn't want to examine herself and stop it. Nobody ever comes to shame. God will always warn you. The, the day when they catch thief, not be that day begin thief. Even when they, they break in head, enough if they say, God, you're not good, you're not good, though. God, why you do me like this? As they talk, God will tell and say, I warn you. I, that time when you go thief, they not catch you. When you come back, I warn you. I say, not do them again. You're not here. Because you refuse to come. God said to Cain, sin lieth at the door. Disgrace is at the door. The enemy wants to destroy your business, wants to destroy your ministry, wants to destroy your life, wants to destroy your marriage. Check those little forces. They come in the night at the darkest hour of your life. The pressure some of us are going through as pastors now, there's nothing we cannot do. But we are, we are checking those little forces that destroys our vine. Thank you, Father. Bow your head wherever you are and thank the Lord for it. Chapel, number 16, Ogunyani Street, famous pastor, Pedro Pariga, Lagos. Wow, I'm so glad to be a pace sitter. <laughs>